0: What do abortion bills, Catholic priests, and a doddering old president have in common? All of that today on the Palmetto Family Matter Show. And welcome into the Monday edition of the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters Show. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser here with you. I buried the lead, so we'll jump right in. (laughs) Welcome in. Thank you so much. Oh, obligatory. Please give us that five-star rating, review, like, comment, subscribe. If you're on Facebook, share the video. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. why don't you go ahead and click the copy link, share this with your friends via a text message. SMS text works just as well, and we would love to continue to grow the show as we move forward. On this Monday edition, just want to let you know, it is Monday, April the 10th, 1235 p.m. in the year of our Lord, 2023. Easter was yesterday. Hope you had a great Easter weekend with your family. Holy Week is uh, finished on the calendar but I think you should We're probably, celebrate the, probably should celebrate the resurrection every day Good idea. and every week. This from National Public Radio. Ooh, one of my favorite media sources. Judges' dueling decisions put access to, to a key abortion drug in jeopardy nationwide. Ooh. In Texas, over the weekend, U.S. District Judge Matthew Kasmerick spelling, uh, mm-hmm. ro- ruled that the Food and Drug Administration improperly approved the abortion pill Mifepristone, more than 20 years ago. Within hours of that decision, U.S. District Judge Thomas Rice issued a ruling in a separate case in Washington state. Mm -hmm. That lawsuit, filed by a coalition of Democratic attorneys general in 17 states and the District of Columbia, sought to block the FDA from pulling the drug from the market. So the, Texas's judge ruling, the Texas judge's ruling mm-hmm. stated that the FDA could not move forward with uh, basically allowing this lock, stock, and barrel mm-hmm. throughout the entire country. You didn't go through the proper channels necessary 20 years ago to get this approved. Therefore, we're going to put the kibosh on this for right now. Literally a few hours later, a judge in Washington state said, not so fast, FDA can't stop this right now. And in certain states, this is how open opened up the door, Mitch, for multiple states to possibly be able to circumvent the U.S. Uh, district Court decision in Texas. Right. Yeah. One of the
1: things in this article states that the 17 states that joined in the suit that uh, was held in the Washington, which, by the way, the Washington uh, State Court is in the Ninth District Court of Appeals. The Texas uh, Court is in the Fifth District Court of Appeals. Um, those 17 states may have the opportunity to uphold the Washington state case while it's being adjudicated uh, at a higher level. Um, but this is ultimately, I think, what the outworking of the – and, and I, don't, I don't want to blame the case, but I think it's important to understand what's happening here. This is the outworking of the Dobbs decision yes. uh, taking root in the, with the, the American justice and judicial system. And the, the the Dobbs decision, the overturning of Roe, Ro, yeah. well, easy for you to say on right. Monday, uh, did not um, harm pro life the pro life cause, but it did open up um, this cause, this issue, this very important issue of the pro life movement to the national landscape mm. and to a state's issue. So we're seeing lawsuits in Texas, we're seeing lawsuits in Washington, we've had lawsuits in South Carolina. And that that's the federalist system working itself out um, for for the American people. I think it's very interesting here to note that the Texas, uh, both of these cases, uh, ban. I believe it's the first drug, yes, in a two Mifepristone. In a, Mifepristone, and the second drug, misopristol, misopristol, uh, are taken in a battery, uh, if you will, in a in a cock. I, I dare say that the. the the word cocktail, but in a in a one, uh, and then you wait twenty four super- to forty eight hours. Yeah. And so other. one stops growth, and then the other one, um, one would say terminate. I'll just say kills the baby inside of the mommy's tummy. And so this one stops growth. Um, there are some concerns raised by the left and some who uh, are proponents of mifepristone who say that this may curb its a- access to this drug for those. Who are working through um, a DNC or uh, a miscarriage? So I'm sure that the court will adjudicate properly. Um, you know, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I our justice system and the the attorneys and judges who are in the justice system, for the most part, have a decent shoulder on their heads. And I think when it comes to handling the law according to access of care for things like um, these these
0: miscarriages,
1: that they'll they'll handle that properly.
0: Sure. So Mifepristone was approved by the FDA in 2000 in combination use with that second drug, misoprostol. More than half of all abortions in the United States yes. are done chemically, are done using this medication. Yes. Um, this two-drug combo, actually, during the pandemic, during 2020, 98% mm-hmm of abortions that year were done using this, and that opens up the door for what we are seeing since then, which we understand is the the battlefield that is protecting human life Mm -hmm. up against abortions. This battle that is now ensuing at the state level because of the Dobbs decision is playing itself out on the chemical abortion standard. What does this look like? Is this allowed? The Biden administration a couple of months ago said that they're fully supportive of someone ordering these pills and it being able to, because it's the U.S. Postal Service, that'll be delivered to whatever state that goes to, even if the state outlaws the use of the drug.
1: So, and and that's a very valid... And a very interesting point as well, because we've talked through this, and if you've listened to our show in times past, we've talked about this some, but I think it bears repeating and maybe diving a little bit deeper into what you said, the battlefield for the pro-life movement right now. is, is, Yes, it still is a clinic visit from a young lady Who's considering whether or not to have an abortion, and she sits in an office in a sterile environment, and on one of those, uh, maybe even on one of those padded beds with mm-hmm. a piece of paper across and that sort of thing. But it's also now this war is now being waged on the telemedicine front, not here in South Carolina yet. For those right. that are like, wait, we're not doing, we're not doing that. But in other, in other states, um, these types of drugs mm-hmm. are being proliferated. Through Zoom calls, right? They're being uh, prescribed, and you can pick them up at your local pharmacy, or they're mailed to uh, a doctor's office for you, and then right. you just go pick them up there. And and some would say, dare I say, willy nilly, I'll, I'll use a more technical term, indiscriminately, uh, by a doctor. And and certain states, once again, have different. Different uh, waiting periods for this. I think Florida just passed a 72-hour waiting period, um, which one would argue is not long enough. However, South Carolina is only 24 hours, so three days versus one day. Uh, we can get in the weeds on that. It's important to understand. For those of you who think this is a little girl who goes to an abortion clinic uh, in, in Charleston or Columbia or Greenville in South Carolina, yes, that's still the case, and that's the reason why we're still an abortion destination state since uh, the overturning of the heartbeat bill by the erroneous decision of the South Carolina Supreme Court. We also know that this battle is moving; it's migrating rapidly to a telemedicine market, yeah. and that's concerning, very concerning, because uh, it's it's hard it's hard to articulate what this looks like and it's also very difficult to monitor as well.
0: And when it comes to a decision, dueling decisions in the court, we know where this is going to lead to. That might, calling, the, that might be that might be the court calling, calling right us now. right now. We're just gonna these dueling these it. dueling decisions are going to lead to a Supreme Court decision on this where the Supreme Court will then the United States Supreme Court will have to wade back into the waters on abortion something that i'm sure they thought they had kind of distanced themselves from with the dobbs decision but we digress and we press on hopefully the voicemail will pick up they very soon keep there it goes. The All voicemail right. picks up. Right. So now we move from that. The Biden administration, by the way, continues to to double down on this. He, President Biden says if this ruling in Texas were to stand, there would be virtually no prescription approved by the FDA that would be safe from these kinds of political and ideological attacks. This is the next a big tap. step toward a national ban on abortion.
1: Now, that, I don't think, and by the way, I don't think he said that, but I love the way the narrative is spun from the White House in this statement. Um, it,
0: yeah, they're, they're pretty good
1: at playing the victim when they sure. need to.
0: We move now to Walter Reed. Here we go. Last week was Holy Week, so you had Holy Monday, Holy Tuesday, Holy Wednesday. Holy, holy cow. What Maury happened? Thursday, on? Good Friday, et cetera, et
1: cetera. No, no offense to our Hindu friends. <laughs>
0: Washington, D.C., Walter Reed National Military Medical Center issued a cease and desist order to holy name college a community of Franciscan Catholic priests and brothers who have provided pastoral care to service members and veterans at Walter Reed for nearly two decades. So the contract was terminated on March 31st, 2023. One Catholic Army chaplain assigned to Walter Reed but he is in the process of separating from the Army.
1: So in case you're wondering, Walter Reed is not a small hospital. It's not like, and it's I'm huge. not even going to name a hospital in South Carolina. It's not like your local community hospital. It's massive. And it's not just one hospital. It's, multi, they're, it's multi-site. it's multi Now, most of them are within uh, a radius of maybe a mile or two, mm-hmm. but it's huge. Yeah. It's massive. I've been there. I've been to visit uh, patients and, and people in care there. To have one, and and for our friends who are Catholic, for our friends who are Baptist or Presbyterian or Lutheran, whatever, can you imagine if you have one representative in this entire complex? That would be like saying there's one pastor for your church in the capital city of South Carolina, in Columbia. There's one pastor, good luck. He is to care for all those who need him in this particular... That's insane. It's absolutely crazy. And the timing on this, while we may joke a little bit, the timing on this couldn't be more
0: blatantly obvious. Intentional? Blatantly obvious. This administration is doing more to encroach on religious freedom and liberty than any other presidential administration in the history of this country.
1: Maybe his. Period. Maybe his um, uh, running mate in 2008 and 12. Maybe him, but. I think this is as we've said before,
0: Obama two Yeah, we're just continuing the trend and here. And so,
1: at least he's just picking up it's the weird, mantle.
0: It's here. weird that the good Catholic president is barring Catholics.
1: And you and I were talking about this off air earlier. Uh, I have several friends, and and I have several friends. Just a few. Just a couple. Huge, a lot of friends. Uh, sorry. Believe uh, me, believe me. Uh, you have to believe yourself. Uh, right. mm, I have friends who have entered into the chaplaincy, and mm-hmm. they did this under the Obama administration. At the time, I said, "Guys, you may be, you may need to be a little more careful about this because I don't know about your job security." Right. Of course, then we know that the chaplaincy. Um, grows under the previous administration, under the Trump administration. Right. And now here we are again watching, whether it's in hospitals, whether it's in the military, whether, and in this case both, whether it's in the professional workforce, it seems like the executive branch of government is doing everything within its power and maybe a little bit outside of its, outside power, of its power to curb, to pull back, to... Get rid of chaplains, and as you said, um, tear down. Well, I mean, why do you need? Liberty? Why do
0: you need religious liberty when the government is your religion?
1: Are you talking about like the mother, mother state, mother or?
0: God, or whatever? <laughs> as uh, as so, if you were preaching I mean, in a universalist Unitarian church. I mean, I just think I don't think we can hide the ball on this anymore, and I don't think we can explain away the fact that this good, empathetic Catholic president. Is barring oh, yeah, Catholics. That's right. He's Catholic. Is mm. barring Catholics, mm. and so is, by the way, Mark Milley, who is a part of this as well Terrible. as the Joint Chief of Terrible. Staff. They're both Catholic. It's confusing. Uh, yeah, and and once again,
1: not picking on our Catholic friends. This is this is an encroachment on not just Catholics' right to worship and religious liberty, and in this case, minister. But this is an encroachment on all people of faith and their right to worship and minister, uh, and and you know. I, this is this is there are very few words to to talk about the, this once again the timing the, the timing the
0: general council of the archdiocese for the military services reached out to the contracting officers at Walter Reed numerous times throughout holy week asking for the franciscan's catholic ministry to be reinstated through at least easter walter reed did not respond to those requests from the archdiocese we don't yeah, hear you wow, we don't a, hear you you're not depressing. there you're not there speaking <laughs> I'm not. Here. I'm speaking. I'm speaking of the president. <laughs> president today. Say it ain't so, Joe. Made an appearance on the Today Show on NBC. If you don't Hard watch hitting. the Today Show, it's Hard probably because you have here. a life. Al Roker. Um, Al Roker. Good-looking
1: man. I, I like Al. Isn't dressed it? to the
0: nines yeah. here. Uh, asked the president. Oh, you know what? It's at the Easter egg roll. You know yeah. what? Let's just let's just let's just yeah. play the clip.
1: Are you saying that uh, you would be uh, taking part in uh, our upcoming election in twenty twenty
0: four I'll either, either, either roll an egg or you know being the good the, you know the guy who's pushing them out. Come on, help a help a brother out. Make <laughs> no, some news no, for no, me. No, here. No, I, well, I, I plan on running now, but we're not prepared to announce it yet. All right. Well. Um. First of all, speaking what, of laying an egg, I mean secondly, rolling an egg. Secondly, if you go back and watch that, you'll notice Jill. I'm sorry. Doctor Jill Biden, How dare you? the greatest doctor outside of Doctor Pepper, move, move <laughs> Dr. to Shulls. the left. Doctor Scholz, Doctor Dre, Doctor Fauci, move all doctors that aren't real doctors. And so we, you move her. Notice he starts talking and she moves to look at Joe. What are you like, going to say? I know what's about to happen. Oh no! The man's not lucid. Pull it back. Pull the man's it back. Not, I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta. Uh. And I'll either be the one rolling the eggs or uh, pushing them out. What are you saying? Is he dealing eggs like? I come don't on, know. Get it. I don't know. Well, well, While the president is saying that we're gonna run, but we're not gonna announce we're not it yet. Ready to which say is interesting it. because right now it appears you're kind of a lame duck. Um. Just saying. This from Axios today. Oh dear. This was put out They're actually. I think yesterday. Out strategy. President Biden's <laughs> not yet official bid for reelection will lean on hundreds of social media influencers. They'll have at least that many votes. Who will tout Biden's <laughs> record and soon may have their own briefing room at the White House. Why it matters: the move aims to boost Biden's standing among young voters, who are crucial to Democrat success in elections. If the GOP nominee is President Donald Trump. He has a massive social media following, so we'll have to counteract that. Young voters, voters 18 to 29, preferred Biden over Trump by 26 percentage points in 2020. And in the 2022 midterms, Democrats it over Republicans by 28. eight two percent So, Rob Flaherty who leads this effort, has been named assistant to the president, same level as the comms director and the press secretary. Jen O'Malley, deputy chief of staff, says, quote, we're trying to reach young people, but also moms who use different platforms to get information, and climate activists, and people whose main way of getting information is digital.
1: So we've got TikTok influencers.
0: Hundreds of unpaid and like-minded content creators are working with Biden's White House. They include Harry Sisson, a 20-year-old NYU student who breaks down the day's news on TikTok. Whew, thank goodness. Boston College professor Heather Cox Richardson, who has a widely read substack and huge Twitter following. A and professor. Vivian and Vivian 2, a former <laughs> trader who discusses it financial topics. Like the cast of Joe Biden's Island. In short Island. clips on TikTok and Instagram. We actually asked the White House, when are we going to get press briefing passes, said Sisson, who has 660,000 followers on TikTok. They were actually very responsive to it. Wow. The administration is now moving to give these influencers their own briefing, briefing room. room. Uh, 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 adjacent to the... A briefing room just for TikTok. I was... Wow.
1: And it's Instagram like the reels. Chinese are moving into the White House.
0: Careful. Now... The administration has given influencers a lot of access recently. This uh first at the Detroit Auto Show in September twenty twenty-two, officials invited Daniel Mack. Daniel Mack has thirteen point eight million uh followers on on TikTok because he goes up to people who are driving nice cars and asks them what they do for a living. I've seen the videos, you probably <laughs> yeah, have as yeah, well. Yeah. Um he asked Not Joe Biden TikTok. He asked Joe Biden that question, and Joe Biden said, Well, I'm married to Joe Biden and I make sure we're making a lot more electric vehicles in America, Bobby blah pop blah blah Video has been seen 38 million times. Mm. Also, if you remember, he invited uh, influencer man pretending to be a woman, Dylan Mulvaney, to the White House. God love you. No,
1: not a man pretending to be a woman. A man pretending to be a little girl. No, he's
0: changed. He's starting to change that. He's starting to say woman. He's growing up. He's starting to say three hundred six.
1: Three hundred seventy some odd days of girlhood is now growing him into a woman. World. Woman, wow.
0: uh, it used to be three hundred sixty five days of being a girl. Now it's being a woman. He, he's changed it. That's impressive. Um, I mean, he's learning fast what it means to be a woman. And at the <laughs> same, at the same-sex marriage bill signing, uh, LGBTQ plus IA minus division sign ampersand tilde influencers were invited as well. Hashtag. So, is that the one where? Uh, that was when Cindy Lauper what? sang True Colors. Oh, yeah. And, and Sam James, Smith. James Taylor. James Taylor. No. Uh, different,
1: different show?
0: I think James Taylor was a different signing. Okay. Man, they're touting. Sam, Smith, Sam Smith was there. Oh, Sam yeah. Smith performed in that one. I mean. Um. <laughs> no, no. Just the guy wanting to be a Fisher them. Okay. So, what we have here is a complete lack of respect for dignity. What we have here. <laughs> yeah. And listen, I'm okay with people being influencers Long- on social media. I think I think it's fine if you have the avenues, use them. But the president is trying to zero in on a demographic that already supports him.
1: I, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an aside. This kind of just I, this is off the cuff, and I'm sorry. Uh, a lot of people have made these references to the previous administration. Sure, 45 being, you know, listen, uh, I I I cannot support 45 because. He did not respect the office of the presidency. I
0: don't know what that means.
1: Now, I get it. I understand that we need a president who is presidential. Um, If you support President Joe Biden, whether you are left, right, in the middle, whether you're R, D, L, G, whatever your political affiliation and background is, this kind of nonsense where we're rolling in the TikTok People, I, I dare call them influencers, and I guess they are influencing people. If we're if we're going to carve out a special closet in the White House for them to hang out in, and 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 tell the news as the administration wants it to happen, there's nothing further from respectful of the office of presidency than that. Whether you're tweeting about it on your own at 2 in the morning, or whether you've got Dylan Mulvaney parading around off of a beer can and Nike sports bra dancing through the White House telling everyone he's a little girl, or, I'm sorry, woman. Woman now. It's nuts. This isn't respect for the White House. This isn't respect for the office. So let's push that aside and just say this. Whoever, whoever the president, next president is, needs to respect the office. They need to respect what it means to be leader of the free world, the president of the United States.
0: I mean, at the the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is not uncommon. I mean, people who are running for re-election will always focus on a certain demographic and feel like that's the demographic for them to to find success. It feels like the crazy is getting crazier, though. Yeah, so it's not shocking. But you have... You have the opportunity to when you have the opportunity to influence thousands, maybe God forbid, a million people. Um, your platform matters, and the president staff president doesn't. The president staff sees that is going to use that. I mean, they've got to be doing something. The vice president's too busy trying to be the vice president of Africa. So you're you're at a point where the current administration sees the writing on the wall. I believe they do. I mean if if and we're we're a nonpartisan yeah. if Republicans have any hope of winning the White House in twenty twenty four, they have to make they have to make the case that the people in charge are crazy, we can restore sanity, get out and vote.
1: Well and, and I'll I'll counterpoint you for just a second. If Democrats want to win the White House, all they have to do is point at Republicans' division. All they have to do is say, "Look at all those people on the other side of the aisle. All these conservatives who are just divided over a myriad of issues in at least three different categories, if not more." And so we're going to have this. That's you know this back and forth of he said, she said. It, It yeah. So get your house in order. Whether you're the current president of the United States, former president of the United States, if you're thinking about being the president of the United States, if you had a dream once. Yep. After eating a bad piece of pizza about yep. being President of the United States, get your house in order. figure out what's going on and and calm the crazy right yeah,
0: that's just what I would advise you to do. Plenty of other news going on around the country that we'll get to as the days uh, progress, this week, but again, we hope you had a wonderful Easter. Spent time yes. with your family, spent time with your friends, enjoyed maybe an Easter egg hunt or two, and and aren't too filled on the jelly beans at this point. Hopefully, you're not you're not there yet, uh, but plenty to get to. There's a lot. There's a lot going on as I'm looking at my screen right now. It's, just it's steady a, a, a steady refresh. Um, I avoided talking about the Dalai Lama today. Might yeah, might don't, get into no. might get into that. Another time, there is, however, at this moment right now, we are learning more about a shooting um, in Kentucky, mm. and there are people who have lost their lives, and so we just want to make sure that our that they are in our, our prayers and that we, yes. we, we seek to better our country, not through legislation, but simply by trying to understand, and I think a lot of us who think from this worldview do, that the real issue is a heart issue. Absolutely. And if we and if we can if we can change that or if we can facilitate the change of that to make the soil a place where the seed can take root and yeah. grow and thrive, maybe that would change some things. Well
1: so many of you that listen to this show are bearers of the light. And as we hear news like this, and, and I know very little if absolutely nothing other than what Justin just told me about stories like this. We hear them, what seems like, on a daily basis. And the more we hear these stories, the darker the world seems to be. You are a bearer of the light, so carry that light. You have the greatest uh, light. You have the greatest message. You have the greatest truth inside of you. So carry it into the darkness. Charge the darkness with the light and be an image bearer of our Savior.
0: Exactly, exactly. We'll be back with a lot more for the rest of this week when it comes to news happening. We got a lot of state news to get to. Crossover has happened. Yeah. We talked about the abortion pill issue in Texas and in Washington that's gonna affect us nationally. There's stuff happening right now Still here in South uh still uh waiting looking at you guys. Waiting. Over there. It's not working. in the building. It's not working. Under the copper dome. Still uh still waiting. That's all the time we have on this edition of the fastest-growing and strongest conservative talk show in South Carolina. Thank you for watching, listening, streaming, giving us the five-star rating, review, sharing, all this, that, just and the do it other. All. Just do it all. Sign up for our email newsletter to get our alerts as we move toward the end of session. signy Die is just around the corner, and you're one of a two-year session. So plenty of news to get to for the rest of this week. But for now, for Mitch Prosser, I'm Justin Hall. We'll talk to you later on this week. I how about a family matter show?